My dream crib that I want in the city is like one of those little flat, three-story, slim type of San Francisco yeah. uh, family matters. What's that? Hey, house house type house? Talk, yeah, what's that full house? house type shit? No, nah, not a townhouse with like a flat top mm-hmm. where you can damn near the, the, the top floor is damn near an outside room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, no yeah, yeah, we're... What type? How much is them cribs going for? About a three, four bedroom, something like that. That's it. Here in Charlotte, yeah. You're talking about about at least you at least talking about half a million. I've seen them thrown up everywhere. Yeah. Um, Wait, but I mean, it just depends on what area you're talking about. We're basically the most you know what I'm saying populated of those areas of those kind of houses are probably like. You know what I'm saying? Uptown, but you got something in Node Eyes, you know what I'm saying? You, depending on what area you, you talking about. Well, here's the thing. Down. I want to be the first person on Elvin Road with that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right off the fucking road. You see me from the street. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, because do you, you anticipate that area looking like that? Yes. I think they're coming straight to the east next. Where at Elvin Road? Road. Everything where we stay, nigga, it's fucking there between fucking the lawyer's road exit and Chick fil A and shit, and probably about a mile straight, two miles straight into the woods back there. They finna come gentrify all that shit. They finna come gentrify fucking that shit out of wild fucking all that shit. Yeah, it is. It's a matter of. You uh, are a realtor. This is what you do. You want this shit to be your livelihood and you know, everything depend upon it and all that shit. Any hustler would want that, in my opinion. My question to you is, in the internet era, where I can literally get online and go see the house that I want, why do I need a realtor? Is it a dying art form? Everywhere. Is there affordable housing in Charlotte, in your opinion? No, there's, I mean, there's definitely there's an affordable housing. There's, uh, every, they, they still everywhere. Where? Where? I think that's a, that's a myth. What do you mean? Where? You where keep thinking about how in the world, like this, for under 100,000? Under 100,000, like what, what kind of house? Like a, 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 a livable, a livable, a livable property. Is, is no it, I got two units up on the contract right now in 70, 70 grand. Ooh, where? You gotta tell me where. Um, right here off of uh, Alma Road. Right here off of uh, Alma Road. Went off of Village Lake in Village Lake. Um, mm-hmm. Part of Independence. Yeesh, that's yeah. worse. Yeah. Even after that's, that's, because that's what it used to be when we grew up. We used to be right. You know? Right so, now you gotta look at Charlotte, man. You just gotta look at it like this, like, is give it two years that that two hundred that hundred that hundred and that two hundred and below price point is gone. Hell it's, yeah, it's gone. You know, so you know, yeah. it, it, and you can't like people get mad at gentrification. You really can't get mad at it. like it's, it's it happens everywhere. But you gotta realize that like it's a thriving city. You got it's a thriving city, and you gotta get in where you fit in. Yeah, you know? it's just like any city. Look at any major city and that's if that's what we've been saying all these years we want charlotte to be atlanta we want charlotte to be yeah well you didn't think that that was a residual impact from that growth you know that stuff was gonna go up you know exactly that i wanted to ask y'all since you said y'all just tell where my fridge mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 that'd be just real quick <laughs> so, yeah, 
ridiculous. I'm going on a Wednesday. Like, that's too Um, What is y'all wildest independent story without giving no names? It's hard. Ooh, one you already one. know. They Independence. Yeah, Independence yeah. House. Yeah, we all went to Independence House. Y'all, I know y'all. I know we all gonna say the same thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about something crazy. I ain't talking about sports. Yeah, we talking about wildest shit. Every the craziest shit you remember from Independence High. Give your story right now. Man, number one, go. When that nigga Tyree beat the other nigga up in the motherfucking mall, and then goddamn, what happened three days later? Oh, nigga murdered that nigga yeah. Tyree, but the shit in the mall was horrible. Yeah, right, right. I ain't never like that was the first time I saw somebody like really fuck somebody up. Man, Some we UFC class, shit, yeah, we, bro. We culinary arts. Yeah. You feel? That was just in cul- we were we got out for B lunch. If I'm not mistaken, that was B lunch. One of the coolest things. We just things. got out. Mm. You know, we it was in, we was in the mall. We weren't eating because you weren't eating. You know what I'm saying? You was hanging out by the steps in the mall. Yeah. You outside eat. the cafeteria. You yeah. didn't eat. And he walked right up to him and bro, I, I still be thinking about that. Like if I if I go over a neighborhood like where you know what I'm saying, he's from Bridge so Word. Yeah, you go over there, it's just like this yeah. shit. That's wild. Crazy. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that. That's that's that is a wild thing. I remember when the niggas was uh, you know, throwing the firecrackers, you know, over the What's your story, man? Or you can't think of one. Bro, I have a couple ones, oh, but nothing, man. nothing like that. That's crazy, bro. Because I remember that same day. My story is um, class changes, right? I can't remember what it was. I think it was it was around ten or so. It had to be the end of first period. Mm-hmm. Going into another class change, y'all remember them two Latino girls cutting each other up? Yes. <laughs> yes. I witnessed that shit. Yes. Bruh. I mean, I didn't see it, but everybody heard about it. I remember it, bruh. Um, hey, what's some wild They shit? literally just bumped into each other and both pulled out blades and started cutting each other up, bro. Oh, uh, was the warm up the one that had that song with Erica Badu on it? I was saying that shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Uh, I can't. I, I really gotta hear what you're about to say right now. Like, I, I know she terrible. said something like, "Can't say the world," some shit like that. The documentary that joint is probably like top five hip hop documentaries I've ever seen. I ain't seen it, and I, I, like, I believe that shit. That shit's dope. Hype around yeah, that shit's dope. That shit's dope. That shit's dope. And I just feel like, like what he's doing now is just showing that, like, this whole summer he's been jumping on everybody's beats. Smashing them, you know, like they, they, you said, you said you couldn't, he couldn't hop on trap beats. He can only do the that. born beats and all that. I guess that's what you're saying. The bullies is that's what I'm he's saying. Now he can. He was a recluse until yeah. he. I truly felt like he felt the peer pressure from that album not having the impact it was supposed to have. That's the word we talk about: impact, impact over sales, impact over you know what I'm saying, the bullshit, the, the YouTube views. The impact, what the people really saying about your shit. Um, he truly had to come out of his shell of wanting to be in the house and wanting to fold clothes with you. Because that's what I always <laughs> say. That is the worst song I ever heard by him, man. That I want to fold clothes with you shit. Um, <laughs> I truly felt like niggas bullied him out of his laundry room, bro. 
Dang. <coughs> out of his laundry room. You want to get yeah. that? That's great. <laughs> I'm gonna say Hove, Kendrick, Cole, Crit, and uh, Andre 3000. That's my top five. Off the top of your head. Every single time. I got my shit prepared. You heard my shit. One through five. This shit about to be whack. This shit about to be whack. Niggas about to disrespect this right here. One, and my my shit not five. What are you gonna go with? One through five. I go. I, I, I kill all of my things. I don't go five. I don't want. I can't even. The suspense at the end. That's the crazy shit. Okay. So one. All right. So my shit is based off artistry, artistry, and your dopeness and just who you are as a person is my favorite rappers. That's what you know. Get me to fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? So one hove, two yay. Ah, yeah, he's like in top 10, but three Tyler. Mmm, mmm, solid. Mmm, okay, go ahead. Four for real. As a rapper? Oh, he said artistry. Artist. Uh, bro, if we talk about artistry, Everything. nah, then I gotta put Come in on. people like Michael Jackson and shit. Oh, five is where it gets controversial. Three-way tie between... Three-way tie? <laughs> Three-way <laughs> Three tie! Three-way tie! Three-way tie! Three-way tie between Wayne, M, oh, and Gucci. Look at all these people I just... Three-way tie! There's and no I, such thing as a no top one. five and, in rap, bro. And I would no, because of the evolution. Yeah, There's no such thing. That's just what I am saying. So y'all went and checking Trinidad James at the office. Nah, he was cool, but yeah. like, was he was the first that. one to pop in the internet. That's what I'm nah, saying. Bro, I mean, he had a song. I don't know if he was the first. Soldier definitely like, got it. Like the beginning ones, though. Like I get what you're saying. Like the the whole industry plant model of the artist, where out of yeah. nowhere they just. You ain't heard no songs. Mm, yeah, yeah, he was the first okay. one. Oh, shit. I, I see what you mean now. Exactly. Through Instagram, through social media, yeah. all that. But I just feel like Soldier kind of created that whole lane to even involve it into what? Right. And that's why I said the people. You're really kind of saying social like, media. In my that's area. What I, my my key, yeah, my key is social media. And so I, but I just feel like, but at the time, I just feel like it was kind of like our social media was Soldier. So it's like, like, I get what you're saying. I, don't, I just don't know if it's the first, but. Oh, hold on. I just thought of the craziest shit. What if niggas used to rap like thousands of years ago? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? What if, <laughs> what if niggas used to rap thousands of years ago? Using what we have right now, um, Let's try to explain to the people what stocks are. And y'all can just shoot from wherever the fuck y'all shoot from. I just want to walk away from this conversation of understanding what buying a stock is and what it does. Go. <laughs> well, without exactly giving advice, I feel like the importance behind stocks is self-education first and foremost. Right. So what I do, I have them licensed. So 
what basically what I say to you mm-hmm. is something that I can't really you know discuss on camera more so yeah or on the mic but it's uh, basically with stocks is basically uh, how much money can you use mm-hmm. so with the money that you're saving what are you doing in the, in the savings account earning how much of a percent Maybe a percent, two percent. From your savings? Yeah, a savings account. So if and, that's, I, and that's a CD problem. If I have a basic checking account and with a savings attached to it, it accumulates. Right. But We gotta yeah. remove the stigma by HBCU by hood. Yeah. Man. Hood by me is just shitting on and have lesser standards than even just nicer HBCUs. Me. I'm not saying like I mean, shoot, shoot, bang, bang. I don't do nothing. What's, what's a nice HBCU though? Huh? What would you consider a nice HBCU? Winston was doing a lot of rebuilding during our college era. A and T, and then I would say the hood shit is Central, Fayetteville. But I'm going off of just yeah, opinion, bro. Yeah, I don't know shit. Nah. <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you got this some stigmas camp- on these schools. Yeah. I mean, you got some campuses where the hood is like on campus. Y'all ever been to Morehouse? That was me. Yeah. I was a fan. Florida and we Asian. had, yeah, and we had hood areas on campus. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was like hood. I mean, it's probably, it might have changed a little bit probably since when I was there, but yeah, that was in the hood. That's why I asked y'all earlier, how do y'all feel about within school? How much can you take from it? School? Yeah, like Marky said, social experience, social engagement, and then math, that's really it. Conditioning, playing sports, but aside from that, financially, do you know how to stay, like, okay, when we graduated college, did you know how to fill out an application? Hell yeah, I had been fired by like six jobs at that time. (laughs) Did you know Zach? What's your advice? a person who can't afford ownership. Because you said that's a big key to life. And from, from what I'm getting. Who, who can't afford ownership? Okay, so. Like own the home? Yeah, let's get, let's get this breakdown real quick. A person has a $2,000 income. Mm-hmm. Owes 400 on uh, cumulative Loans, cumulative credit card debt, minimum four hundred a month. Mm-hmm. Um, has an independent company where, and you keep up to this where we brought you in. I don't know if you lost. You keep up. Sixteen. <laughs> oh shit. Mm-hmm. Alright, so um, yeah, this person has a cumulative of fourteen from two, uh, six from two. I mean four from two. My bad. Next comes up is internet, 100. And I know it could be some shit we could cut out and all that shit. Phone, 100. Um, Have you written it down? Nah, we can use that whiteboard if y'all need to. Um, right now we're at about 1300. Rent. Seven hundred. Light bills a hundred. We're walking away with about three hundred dollars roughly for groceries, gas, and just living. What is your advice for a person who pretty much sits on about a hundred to four hundred dollars a month 
per month. And what's your advice to being a financial AO? So how is the Charlotte market doing? Charlotte market is the, is the top top 25 market in the country. You got 28273 is the top, you know, 10 zip code, you know, so it was a Forbes. It was a Forbes top zip code in the country. What the fuck is that? You think about zip right up the street. And that's the whole thing. It's about it's my crib. Where is that? It's you know, yeah, so 15 minutes away. You know, still, you got the yeah. cribs, too. That's where I Yeah, like, really, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you got Apex is the number one, you know, city <laughs> the country. Apex, you know, North Carolina? Apex, North Carolina. Where is that? You, you would think Carrie. It's one right. of the biggest growing Apex, Apex. You know what? I like wax saw. Is there a lot? Is there? Is there a wax saw? Really nice. Yeah. Your it's your boy Robbie Dean back with another one of those fire ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo, and this is episode thirty nine. Buy back the East, linking with the House Group. Yeah, man. First and foremost, I'm just happy as hell to get up out these 30s. It feel like forever in a year to get through nine of these episodes. Episode 40, we got something fire coming for you. I got some dope shit. But um, other than that, man, uh, I linked up with the Brodies, Zach House, of the Zach House, I mean of the House Group, my bad. Uh, my bro Sims, a financial... Uh, helper i don't know what the hell he consultant i don't know what he calls it but he can't call it some other shit that he told us it's illegal in his contract i'm guessing and uh once again the brody mark uh for a, a dope episode which i thought turned out kind of ass but i just finished listening to it this shit is actually gold it's dope it's all over the place but it has a certain togetherness to it, man. And a certain chemistry being that we all grew up knowing each other. Um, outside of real estate, because I was always taught that you got to put the medicine in the candy. Um, we talked about Trinidad James birthing viral rappers, which I truly believe is... That's my shit. That's my theory. I believe... Everybody says Soldier Boy. I believe it was Trinidad James... Uh, we talked about the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers album dropping. Dope, classic. Oh, I ain't going to say classic, but just a dope-ass project, especially right now in this moment where people just needing something refreshing to hear. That shit turned out pretty dope. Um, my J. Cole theory. The internet bullied J. Cole into this feature artist that we hear nowadays. And that's not to say J. Cole can't make a hard ass album because my nigga always got the Rolls Royce riding down Sunset and if you know you know but um yeah J. Cole pretty much was bullied into the nigga who done made these last 25 features hard as fuck from a lot by 21 Savage to all type of shit I don't even feel like thinking about it it's been about a good 20 songs over the last 18 months I've heard J. Cole hop on and just fuck up um, top five rappers, uh, all types of shit, man. Over to the real estate, we got to talking to all types of shit. My favorite thing I took from this conversation was finding out that Steel Creek is a top 10 area code in America. I did not know that. I mean, you can go over there and see and, you know, not question it, but to know that, you know, that's crazy. 
being that this is the city I'm from. Uh, we also talked about uh, us being a part of the last HBCU era before social media took off and just uh, the contrast and comparisons. I can just imagine what it's like to attend a black school right now. And you know, niggas got their cameras out and you ain't got your best shit on. Shouldn't be your focus at that age, but you know how it is out here in this world if you're trying to live and be successful. Um, other than that, man, we talked about a bunch of shit. Stock, stock market. Uh, my qu- my favorite question that I asked Zach or that I heard the whole night that came from me, because your boy do this, you know what I'm saying, was my question I asked him was, in the internet era when you can get online and literally build or find out whatever the hell you need to find out, why do you need a realtor? And he actually gave a dope response. Uh, it's a little later on in the show. You need to listen all the way through anyway, because you need these jewels. And um, other than that, man, my last favorite conversation was the affordable housing in Charlotte. Um, it's a dying market. Um, you know, he claims that there is good spaces in Charlotte where you can still get under 100k houses I'm damn near about to look to make my first home purchase and just from what I'm seeing driving through different places every day you you know I work all throughout the city because I work for the city um I don't see these places I don't see these under 100k houses and I guess that's exactly what you need a realtor for because I damn sure can't find them um other than that, man, uh, I kind of did have a side conversation I wanted to ask, but it really ain't that important. But shit, I guess I'll throw it out there. Um, Odell cut his hair, and I was asking these dudes from a marketing perspective, what do you believe will happen to his career from here on out because to me Odell has been an above average player not a great player above average player I can name three to four receivers I take before Odell now I don't get it fucked up Odell is a hell of a player but it's you know the injuries the off the field shit and you know just the overall hate he gets uh do you believe Odell cutting his hair is the end of this this era where we grew up and he was the face of the league. That was my question to them. And it kind of got blew away by motherfuckers because they were so into they, they woke shit in the moment. But it is what it is. Um, other than that, you know, my shit's A1, A1. They always getting more litter, more litter, more titter, titter, titter. Uh, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit, like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out. Mark. You're? Uh, my dog, Zach House. Real estate, Sims, yep. financial advisor. This 
is a uh, what do they call it? A, a PBS, a National Geographic type episode. <laughs> Very informative. Gonna put the block on a lot of shit. Um, Zach House, how you, bro? Doing good, man. Doing good. How you? Good. Uh, what have you been up to, man? Uh, a lot of people been seeing your moves going on out here. Just explain what you got going on. Okay. Uh, dope. Dope. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's all just definitely blessed. You know what I'm saying? Um, Zachary House, you know, a uh, realtor, broker, owner of uh, the House Group, powered by uh, Keller Williams, Valentine. And, uh, you know, just out here trying to, you know, preach home ownership, you know what I'm saying, to the masses and just, you know what I'm saying? Talking the, uh, the, import, port, the importance of uh, you know ownership, you know whether that be uh, owning, not even necessarily just you know what I'm saying real estate, you know what I'm saying, just that ownership mentality, you know what I'm saying, owning owning the houses you live in, the cars you drive, the the places you work, you know what I'm saying, that's your goal, you know, just different forms of ownership and just how that can empower you to you know really uh, control the life you live. How long have you been on this wave of just um, taking over and owning your life? Because I I I ride, I feel that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? How long have you been on this wave of just doing that? Uh, really, man. Like um, probably since I became a father. Honestly, mm. um, you know what I'm saying. That was one of the things that really had to, you know what I'm saying, wake me up and kind of, you know what I'm saying, jolt me into what reality really is and what life really is about. You know, kind of put things in perspective for me. Because now, you know, I got a purpose, you know, I'm not just, I don't really have time to waste, you know, because I know I got people that's depending on me now, you know, so it's a, it's a whole different ball game. And I really think that kind of made me have to, you know what I'm saying, really in a sense kind of grow up faster probably than I should have, you know what I'm saying? But now looking back, like, I think that was probably one of the best things that, of course, ever happened to me because I feel like that kind of built a different kind of mentality, um, you know what I'm saying, I mean, kind of brought things to light, like, you know, really... You know what I'm saying to provide, you know, right. that's, and I think that just kind of go hand in hand with what I have kind of going on. Is just you know what I'm saying. My whole thing is just providing, you know. So that's the that's the beauty. Sims, you financial advisor, <coughs> consultant, consultant, consultant. <laughs> we call it advisor. Yeah, you throwing tips to us, nigga. I'm not an advisor. Um. <laughs> What happened in your life for you to get to where you are that you want to just, you know, advise your own people and help them out? Uh, well, first it was, I guess, a self-realization, I guess. Like, how can I better myself? How can I do what I see? I can basically, whether it's on TV, whether it's on the internet, because social media drives everything. If you think about it, we're in, a, we're in an information age. Yeah. So everything is through content. We're going farther and farther away from reading. So basically with that, nobody knows, like, okay, I'll put it like this. What can you say you truly learned from middle school? Not a damn. Social interactions? Social studies. <laughs> so, like social interactions? Huh. I learned more from school about how to interact with people than like... Middle school? School in general, throughout the entire like school. Mm -hmm. But as far as like the classes that you took, tell me what you took from. English and math, like when it comes to something like English, I feel like I excel at that and that takes a lot of people out of places in America, blah, blah, blah. And then like a little bit of math, but nothing, you know, no life. I ain't learned nothing about credit. I ain't learned nothing about ownership. Me neither. Nothing so. about my true history, uh, you know what I'm saying? 
when it comes down to things that I, I learned what school truly was. That's what I learned in social interactions. You know what I mean? I learned a, I learned a lot, but what they taught me, what they were trying to teach me, I didn't really retain any of that information. Exactly. I retained all the other experience that I had. I can't just sit there, you tell me something, you try to teach it in your way. I'm gonna learn it how I learned it. And I learned socially, I learned, you know what I'm saying? Just Well, a lot of people, like I, like for instance, I couldn't take anything from it. I guess to answer your question, so. But what what uh what middle school you went to? Northridge Middle. <laughs> Let him know. Let him know. Is he house? You feel me? Nah. You went there too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I got stories. I got stories. This nigga Zach, bro. I got stories. That's bro, what you saved my life, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah. This yeah. nigga, bro. He only remember the shit. We was riding. We, we used to ride our bikes to school. Bro. A truck almost hit me, bro. Mm. You remember that? I, I remember, that? remember that. Yeah, shit. bro. Where y'all go? Where y'all go? So we used to stay right down the street from Amaro yeah. Road. So we used to ride our bikes up there. Yeah, I'm in the middle. So we ride off the Amaro Road ourselves. So we riding our bikes up there. We're crossing the street. That's been down to 60s, yeah. Bro, I'm literally trying to go across. I'm not even paying attention to well, this truck. Where the neighborhood Walmart at? That intersection with Walgreens and shit? Right there, right? That's what you're talking about? Yeah. Called it out. Save it. For real. I was gone at it. Mm. It's crazy. Um, I wanted to ask y'all, since you said y'all went to where? Northridge? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that music real quick. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gone on a Wednesday. Like, that's wrong. Um, what is y'all wildest independent story without giving no names? It's hard. Ooh, one you already one. know. They Independence? Yeah, Independence House? Yeah. We all went to Independence House. I know y'all gonna I know we all gonna say the same thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking about something crazy. I ain't talking about sports. Yeah, we're talking about wildest shit. Every the craziest shit you remember from Independence High. Give your story right now. Damn. Number one, go. When that nigga Tyree beat that other nigga up in the motherfucking mall, and then goddamn, what happened three days later? Oh, nigga oh, murdered that nigga yeah. Tyree, but the shit in the mall was horrible. Yeah, right. I ain't never like that was the first time I saw somebody like really fuck somebody up. Man, Some we UFC class, shit, nigga, we, bro. We culinary arts. Yeah. You feel? That was just in cul- we were we got out for B lunch. If I'm not mistaken, that was B lunch. One of the coolest we just things. got out. Mm. You know, we bro, was it was in the mall. We weren't eating because you weren't eating. You know what I'm saying? You was hanging out by the steps in the mall yeah. lunch, if you didn't outside eat. the cafeteria. Yeah. You yeah. didn't eat. And he walked right up to him and bro, I, I still be thinking about that. Like if I if I go over a neighborhood like where you know what I'm saying, he's from Bridge so Word. yeah, he go over there, he's just like, that's yeah. just that's wild. Crazy. Like hmm. yeah, I remember that. That's that's that is a wild thing. I remember when the niggas was uh, you know, throwing the firecrackers, you know, over the What's your story, man? Or you can't think of one? Bro, I have a couple ones, oh, but nothing, man. nothing like that. Though. That's crazy, bro. Because I remember that same day. <laughs> My story is um, class changes, right? I can't remember what was. I think it was it was around ten, so it had to be the end of first period. Mm-hmm. 
going into another class change, y'all remember them two Latino girls cutting each other up? With yes. <laughs> yes. I witnessed that shit, yes. bro. I, mean, I didn't see it, but everybody heard about it. I remember it. Bruh, um, hey, what's the they shit? literally just bumped into each other and both pulled out blades and started cutting each other up, bro. Okay. Um, what was your favorite moment in Independence if y'all can remember? <coughs> I had a lot. Had Most a lot of memorable games. moment. Championship game, senior. Got a motherfucking interception. That was JV, too. It was still memorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was still real. It was fun. Yeah. Zach? Trying to think, man. It's probably just like the yeah, Friday, Friday, night, Friday Night Lights, man. Just, just, that shit was a fool. Because, yeah, your little brother played. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I know you used to go out there all the time. I used to, I yeah, used to be I out there with you. I was in the stands. Yeah, he was Friday in the stands. Night. Yeah, yeah. Still having a good yeah. time cheering on little bro. Yeah, I would give it up myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Word. Yeah, I was giving up summers, Thanksgiving. Shit. Uh, oh, for that. real, bro. Like, nah. Shit was crazy. Like, looking back at that shit, bro. Think about what we used to do, bro. Working out. We lived on Friday. We lived on game day. It was wild. Now, before we get any deeper, I wanted to ask y'all real quick to a music segment. The Return of the Dreamers Overview. I know everybody in this room that clicked on that album at least one time, correct? Great. You ain't listened to it? Down, down, bad. I'm just, oh. Yeah, okay. so if you oh, heard that. Yeah. I mean, I heard this song. I didn't know what the album was called. I just yeah, Dream Girl was actually hard, bro. Yeah. You and you? <coughs> yeah. You done heard a couple. Like, bro, I'm just, I'm happy about the Charlotte representation of that. That was number. Bro, is that number one? Song. Is that the first song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just found Lou? out from the city. Yeah, shout out Lou. What Lou? First song. Lou. You just found Lou. out he was from the city. Yeah, bro. Word. I got another face. I ain't even, bro, I ain't even put it. I just been social media. I had no idea who. Yeah. I follow Charlotte people. You know what I'm saying? And shit. Yeah, one time for the city. Showed up. My question to y'all is. Uh, I think I found him on Apple Music first, though. What are your opinions on J. Cole? From the first time you heard about J. Cole to where he is today, has he aged like wine or has he aged like processed foods? I say definitely wine, man. Like, why? Definitely wine, bro. Definitely. Like, me, me going to school to Fayetteville State and Fayetteville. North Carolina, Fort Bragg, Vietnam, whatever you want to call it. Watch out for them bird monsters. But yeah, man, like I remember when Jermaine Cole came to came to the gym. But anyway, that was his first concert. That was right when his mixtape came out. Mm -hmm. So he basically did it for free. He was like, "You don't know me now, but just watch, like watch out for me. Like I'm going I'm coming up, basically." And sure thing, right when all like I think the first when his album came out was it him and uh, Trey Song? What's name that? Can't get enough. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. had the whole the whole summer, bro. That shit was jump. So I respect J. Cole just for what he's doing, what he's putting on the map, the artists he's coming out with, the content. Yeah. Like he's doing it the right way. And he has a good following. Like he gets old. So, I'm Cole. off for, I'm off with J. Cole. Likewise, man. He's one of my favorite rappers. Um, top five. Top five? Top ten. 
Like all time. My shit. Current? Oh, all ten. Like all. Mm, all time. Yeah, all time, bro. Keep it a buck. At least, yeah, probably. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. let's go back to the first time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a deep conversation. <laughs> First time I ever heard, bro, and like he put an influence uh, with Salem State. Like I seen this thing in person. He mm. did a little concert. Um, I think it might have been my freshman year. Friday Night Lights coming out. He was influential. That's when he, like he was really coming on the scene. I'm, I've been following J Cole since the beginning. Like I feel like mm. he was the first real thing that came out of North Carolina. Like that people. Could remember everybody wanted to think of Petey Pop, but let's keep it a buck. I know yeah. I'm bringing it way back yeah. and shit yeah. sound cliche or whatnot, yeah. but to represent out of North Carolina, the person, the only person I could think of was Petey Pop that really stepped on the map. You know what I'm saying? And then you got J. Cole, which is he right down the street coming from Fayetteville. Niggas that we know is from there. So I, I felt like, yeah, we made it when Cole made it. And he signed with Hove, the best rapper in the game. Like, you know what I'm saying? The most, one of the most influential people in the culture. They, they gave him that back. You know what I'm saying? That, that, yeah. that, 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 that solidified him before we even heard a project from him. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, whole stamped him. Oh, 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 he. We listening. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, that put that battery in his back, you know, but I feel like it, he didn't necessarily need it. You know what I'm saying? It just really just kind of made whatever was already going to happen just happen a whole lot faster. Mm-hmm. Cole's gonna pop like mm-hmm. you, you know. It's gonna talent will always rise to the top. When was the first time you heard, heard Cole and what was you doing? Ah, the warm up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't even remember what I was doing to be honest. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I could have just made up something. <laughs> uh, 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 I really don't even remember what I was doing. Um, I just remember like. Ooh. Finding it, finding it, and just was like, yo, like who is, who is this? And I'm searching it all kinds of ways. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, all the different tracks. By then, you know, you could just search projects. You had to search by tracks. You know, yeah, yeah. And try to download them joints. Uh, was the warm up the one that had that song with Erica Badu on it? I was saying that shit right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Uh, I can't. I, I really gotta hear what you about to say right now. Like, I, I know she said something like "Hey, say the world," some shit like that. I think it is. Oh, I know what you. I think some uh, shit like that. But um, I think it is. That was the first time I heard it. That nigga Spencer had left a J Cole mixtape in my car. After being home for the weekend, and I threw that shit in like on a lunch break. <laughs> and shit off Friday night lights. This nigga was so fucking hard for Too me. deep for me. Mm-hmm. My question why I asked y'all, uh, did he age like wine or did he age like processed food, was because um, my theory on J. Cole was he said, fuck this impressing you shit, fuck this rap shit. Fuck trying Yeah, that's it. What's the name of that? Um, too deep for the intro. To be for the intro? Too, too deep. deep. Mm. Too deep for the intro. I never knew that was the name of this song. But um, my question of why I asked y'all that was because I had this theory on J. Cole. Um, I feel like y'all bullied this man. Two years ago when he made that one album for your eyes only. 
A lot of motherfuckers did. That shit was deep, though. Y'all bullied that man into uh, the artist who he is today. He had to pick up his flow. He had to get up to rap his flow. He had to let go of the I want to fold clothes with you shit. So uh, that was just my theory on that. Um, do y'all have a standout artist on the project? But hold on, hold on. Hold on. He about to got he about to reverse it. <laughs> Thank you. Because he just tried him. I can't tell you. He just tried him. We had to come back. We I can't bullied. Tell you. We bullied. Who, who was we? The bullies. What did the bullies do? Twitter. Well, not you ain't got to specify who the bullies were. Just like what? Coach what was, what what like, what was, Cole yeah. was slipping for a minute. Uh-huh. Cole was slipping between. In your, between your eyes. Yeah. Like, okay. I take that. I was convinced by the internet. Uh-huh. Um. Cole was slipping at the 2014 Forest Hills Drive to that I want to fold clothes with you shit. And I'm glad that. you called me out on yeah, that shit. Yeah, I don't tell you that. I feel, that. I feel, like, I feel like he went through like his, like, like really like through his like maturation. Like I just feel like, like that's Cole. Like, I just feel like what Cole is doing now is just playing. Like, do you realize like, I feel like he set up, he set up the whole, like the documentary, that joint is probably like top five. Hip hop documentaries I've ever seen. I ain't seen it, and I, I, like, I believe that shit. That's just the hype around. Yeah, that's just dope. That's just dope. That's just dope. And I just feel like, like what he doing now is just showing that, like this whole summer he been jumping on everybody beats, smashing them. You know, like they, they you said, you said you could, he couldn't hop on trap beats. He can only do the that, born beats and all that. I guess that's what you're saying. The bullies is that's what I'm he's saying. Now that he can, he was a recluse. Until he, I truly felt like he felt the peer pressure from that album not having the impact it was supposed to have. That's the word we talk about, impact. Impact over sales, impact over, you know what I'm saying, the bullshit, the, the YouTube views, the impact, what the people really saying about your shit. Um, he truly had to come out of his shell of wanting to be in the house and wanting to fold clothes with you. Because that's what I always <laughs> say. That is the worst song I ever heard by him, man. That I want to fold clothes with you shit. Um, <laughs> I truly felt like niggas bullied him out of his laundry room, bro. Dang. <coughs> bullied him out of his laundry room. You wanted that? Yeah. That was great. <laughs> like, um, ever since then, the last, I, you say the summer, I say the last year and a half, this nigga's been on a tear just of just fucking up turn up beats. You feel? Um, that's why I asked y'all, did y'all age like wine or did y'all, did he age like cheese or processed foods? Yeah, like when you say processed foods, that's like throwing a whole like different stigma on J. Cole. I feel like you came down and honestly throw on every group. So, and, and I was going to ask you too because you never answered. So, or we could still like, do that like and we could just be like, Mike, I'm going to get away from him. Um, I'll give y'all a whole GPS away right now. We think it's a professional mic. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all, whatever y'all heard is just got picked up. For yeah. the people. Oh, true. That's all. <laughs> um, and I know it's something serious for y'all to be talking about there. This, the that's when you need to play that Erica Badu and J Cole. <laughs> just real quick in there. Oh, now you said your question to me was what again? I was saying you gotta answer your, your your question. Like, did he age like wine or did he age like processed food? He was aging like processed foods until y'all bullied that man out of his laundry room. And I don't say y'all, I say Twitter. Um, they told that man the fuck up. Like, 
after that album. I'm gonna be honest, did y'all get through that album? I got through it. Honestly, that's one of my favorites. Um, for your well, for your I ain't gonna say it's one. It's probably like my third favorite. It was it was on some some other shit, but like you can see kind of where you're coming from. Like every man or woman, whoever gonna have them like type of faces, like people don't want to hear it that often. It's not marketable, but it, a lot of good music isn't marketable. You feel me? Like a lot of what people gonna really come out with, like some real dope shit. Some real music type shit, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is like he talking about his woman and do like he coming out with some real shit. Uh, it was kind of, I don't know, man. It, it wasn't his typical, and I feel like he was just showing people still his, you know what I'm saying, skill set. Mm. A lot of people couldn't even pull it off. When it comes down to composition, all that kind of shit, man. A lot of them songs was like very good. But people just don't want to like sit down and listen to them. But just, I feel like I don't know. I'm biased to be honest though. I'm definitely biased. Here we I knew she was gonna say something. This is my whole point. Go ahead. What's the issue? You fucking cold too hard? Can I say she something? Say that. Please. Okay. I'm, I just I'm want lose everybody in people like yo. And I don't want nobody on the podcast to come find me on Instagram and Twitter and shit, but I'ma just say this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> I like trap music. Cold cool. He's cool. I fuck with J. Cole. He's not like, oh, he's a horrible rapper or anything like that. But I do feel like, like you said, people bully him. And I truly feel like... You were in comments. I just <laughs> feel like, because that, yeah, that's, that determines if I'm going to download music or not what everybody else says about it. Because I'm not going to waste my time I on I appreciate that. you keeping it real. But like, I just feel like J. Cole, he's a real nigga and I fuck with J. Cole. Like 100% hands down, he's cool. But I do feel like he went through a moment where it was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Thank you. And I don't feel like, at the same time, I don't feel like his career is like processed food because I feel like that's a little harsh. <laughs> but <laughs> I do feel like I wouldn't say it's as extreme as he aged as wine either because I feel like he still has a lot of opportunity for growth. And like you said, you know, now he is on the trap beats and stuff. So he is showing that side of him that people really didn't Ooh. think that he had. And I like J. Cole a lot more now than I did, what, two, two, three years ago. And that's just truth be told. So I just felt like, you know, let me say that, cause. <laughs> it's the process. Yeah. Is J. Cole top five all time ending this conversation? What one by one. All time can't. You got. There's no. There's I don't think. There's no such thing as all time. Like. What you mean? There's no such. If that's the question. Then no. you gotta put like if there's a <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah. When you talk about top five, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no, of all time. Of all time, nah. I can't see. Cause you gotta. I feel. Mm, Cause you gotta like think about his his. I'm His predecessors and all that, and. And it depends on what basis you putting it on. Pure, nah, period. Pure, pure artistry. I think everybody's top five will consist of hove. Not yet. And I feel like that's everybody's number one. You gonna put hove on? All right. So you real quick, real quick hood. in the room. I we gotta love, throw out a one. I love this, art asking. Do y'all always have y'all top five prepared? No. no. Nah. I do not think of your top five all the time and have it solidified. I'm going to say Hove, Kendrick, Cole, Crit, 
and uh, Andre 3000. That's my top five. Off the top of your head. Every single time. I got my shit prepared. You know my shit. One through five. <laughs> oh, shit, right. This shit about to be whack. This shit about to be whack. Niggas about to disrespect this right One, here. One, and my, my shit not so I, What order you gonna go with? <laughs> One through five. I go. So I, you, I, you I kill all of my things. I don't go five. I don't want. I can't even. The suspense at the end. That's the crazy shit. Okay. So one. All right. So my shit is based off artistry, artistry, and your dopeness and just who you are as a person is my favorite rappers. That's what you know. Get me to fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? So one hove, two yay. Ah, yeah, he's like in top 10, but three Tyler. Mmm, mmm, solid. Mmm, okay, go ahead. Four for real. As a rapper? Oh, he said artistry. Artist. Bro, if we talk about artistry, nah, then I gotta put in people like Michael Jackson and shit. Five is where it gets controversial. Three way tie between. Three way tie. Three way tie. Three way tie. Three way tie. Three way between Wayne M. Oh, look at all these people. I just look. Three way tie. There's no such thing as a top five in rap, bro. Because of the evolution. There's no such thing. Let's just put. I have to say. Nigga, just call it a top ten. ten. <laughs> How dare you disrespect Wale? Like I, <laughs> I gave Wale yeah, the same. Nah, because Wale is in my top five. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put him in. Like, What's your top category. five? What, did we hear yours yet? Bro, they can't no, think of it. I don't got no top five. What's your top five? I'm not in no order, but. I would put Gucci. Mm. I would put Respect. Uh, Jay Z, obviously. I would put mm, Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. I put. That's crazy. I should have put Wayne. Tupac. I gotta take somebody out. Okay. Uh, you got one more. And I pick. Mm, I would go to. Probably, ooh. You look like you want to say Nelly. I would <laughs> definitely not say Nelly. <laughs> I was kind of going to say, he's going to fight me for this, Kanye. Yeah. the fuck I'm talking about. But I probably, I probably would say Kanye. I'll just throw out some rappers, one of my favorite rappers. WAP, of course, that's one of my favorite, like, 
From my youngest that I've been, like just experiences, listen thoughts, mixtapes, just albums. Going through the struggle, big Gucci, fat Gucci. Now this nigga's like, everybody calling protest, like, nah, bro, he's just trying to live. But. It ain't the same two people, but go ahead. Anyway, yeah, him, um, Hove, of course. Uh, gotta put Ye up there. Wayne. Um, let's see. How many was that? Was that four? How many more I got left? Uh, Andre Dita, <laughs> 3,000, three stacks. That's, your, yeah, that's five, five, though. Yeah, five. And honorable mention, Boosie. <laughs> okay. You got to. Mm. Oh, okay. Up. Okay. Man, nah, I really just, I don't got one, but if I got to, like, you know, if I'm on the spot, just name, I guess, you know, top five, my personal top five rappers. Uh, one. Do I gotta go order? Like, uh, I ain't gotta go order. Well, I did five through one. Right. And I ain't even name. I know. I ain't got no order. I ain't got no order. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nip. Yup. Mm. I knew it was coming. Jay. Yup. Uh, That's a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's three. All right, Pete. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About that. Yeah, you feel me? Pop, 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 What's that? How many? How many? That's four. Okay. Damn, Kanye. Okay. Back to you. Ain't no more flashing yeah. lights coming. Yeah, back. pop. Pop. Okay. Um. But see, I was talking about just man. I gotta adjust mine. Nah. I feel like I agree with. <laughs> you gotta adjust mine. <laughs> you I feel like just I go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, man. I, I agree with everybody. I can't readjust now. I just got Wayne. If anybody I could throw back in that, I would. I wouldn't necessarily throw Pac back in there. But to be honest, bro, I hate that shit. What? The, the whole it's a top five. Yeah, it don't, it don't matter. It don't matter. It's so subjective. It's so subjective. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a lot like, of I was, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, bro, I'm no longer debating shit. <laughs> but <laughs> like, and, and, and you, cause you can really, it's like a wormhole. You know what I'm saying? It's like the black hole. You go down there, you're not coming back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, 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 he. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why? Like, why am I trying to prove to you why this album means this much What's to me? me? This connected yeah. to me in a place in my life when I was. Listen to this, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I got a question though. I have a question. Who did we all name in common? Like three motherfuckers. Exactly. Wayne Kyle. So that's boom. Out of five people, mm-hmm. that was the whole purpose of the shit. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. who all did we name? I, I Jay, 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 Jay,
Yeah, um, went through, bro. Yeah. So. Nah. I feel like uh, if we ask five times five more people or mm-hmm. ten, fifty people, they damn near gonna say the same shit. Jay-Z's everybody's top five. Everybody's top five. Yeah. Everybody who truly listens to rap, who listens to motherfuckers that was born in the 2000, they ain't gonna say that. Thanks. But not necessarily. Some some of them still might say it because that's how much he still affects the game. Because people Beyonce still does. listen to it. Yeah, like certain, certain shit happens. They know who Jay-Z is. Yeah, when it comes <laughs> to like on respect, what they if they're really like true hip-hop people, like these sports analysts are that like really... Motherfuckers that sitting down in front of a mic and talking, talking about these sports on who the greatest is. Yeah. These certain people still gonna come up in conversation every single time. Now, I wanna um ask y'all something real quick. The year is twenty thirteen. Rejog your 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 memories back to that that era. Twenty thirteen. A certain motherfucker goes on the internet, puts a video on Worldstar, and becomes literally the biggest internet rapping sensation so, overnight. No sir. Big, no, I wasn't oh, no, Drake. Sir. No sir. No, hold on. The biggest the internet rapper. Overnight. 2013. Overnight. You said like an internet rapper? Internet rapper. Can I shoot I my shot? I said Drake. Why did I say Go that? ahead. Lil B? Uh-uh. Oh. Shout out to Bass Guy. I There's thing. a rapper who drops on the internet and at first we laugh at this motherfucker. And he's a joke to everybody. Tiger. No. Nah, Tiger was out way Oh yeah, he was waiting. I'll just because we was talking about earlier. 2013? Alright, wait. Blue face. Can I get a Clue. I just think about all the people who necessarily this name. He's oh. relevant. He's relevant right now. He's not popping, but he's relevant. Riff rap. No. Oh. Close though. Oh. Oh. Close. Oh. Close. Mac. No. Okay. Um. He said. 2013. Y'all don't let me continue. I was just thinking. Story. <laughs> I was just thinking. I thought you was done. Shoot. There's this artist. He drops in 2013. He takes over. And shit, two to six days. Day zero through day two, he's a joke. He's a, a, a I want to say clown, but I don't want to be disrespectful. But he's a clown. Um, he pops overnight. All of a sudden, everybody takes XXX. 2013. 2013. Yeah, six like years ago? Yeah. Six um, years ago. He becomes the biggest household name for the summer. <laughs> He goes by the name of Trinidad James. Gold all of my chain. Yeah, oh, he man, did. Man. He took the fuck you said he over did. when he dropped. He, he had that song. He had a couple songs. He had like two songs. Yeah. But that one song, that I truly feel like was the first song He got a new pop. song out right now or something, too. But they got a feature in it. Ain't nobody checking that shit. Nah, I think he got like, like a big name on it. Uh, yeah, I heard he was doing his thing now. He got something on It's because, like, if right you now. started out relevant at that time, like you said, like, then, you know, if you get, once you get on the game, bro, like, you can do something. Like, your name is, like, no publicity is bad publicity, my nigga. Yeah, That's what they say. Dad changed became the first I, social media internet rap star. And well, that was my whole point. No, he did. Who was the first one? Soldier Boy. 
No, internet was not popping then. That's but my that's argument. That's how social boy got. Yeah, social boy. So you, you too, Internet was not popping, bro. Internet, Trinidad James was the first artist to what you see today. These artists that have six to 12 month windows of hotness just because of the internet. These niggas literally go from posting, like we said earlier, a hundred pieces of content per day to truly being able to provide for themselves and their families off of the internet. Soldier Boy was not that. Soldier Boy uploaded to some shit he didn't expect to pop. Like my show just did. Nah. Nah. Uh, Trinidad James? Trinidad James was the first internet star. That's my argument. Yeah, nah, that argument is done. Internet star? <laughs> yeah, internet star, like, bro, that was not. Yeah, like, he had his little run, but I, I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, so y'all wasn't checking Trinidad James at the office? Nah, he was cool, but yeah. nobody was like, He was the first that? one to pop in the internet. That's what I'm nah, saying. Bro. I mean, he had a song. I don't know if he was the first. Soldier definitely got it. Like the beginning ones, though. Like I get what you're saying. Like the the whole industry plant model of the artist, where out of nowhere they just you ain't heard no songs. Yeah, he was the first one. Oh, I see what you mean. Exactly. Through Instagram, through social media, all that. But I just feel like Soldier kind of created that whole lane to even involve it to what. Right. That's why I said the people. Exactly. I said, really kind of saying social like, media. That's what I my Yeah, my key is social media. And so I, but I just feel like, but at the time, I just feel like it was kind of like our social media was social was using. So it's like, like I get what you're saying. I, don't, I just don't know if it's the first, but. Oh, hold on! I just thought of the craziest shit. What if niggas used to rap like thousands of years ago? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? What if <laughs> oh! What niggas used to rap thousands of years ago? They probably did. Anyhow, what is That's so crazy. That is That's crazy. Now is that? <laughs> we have finessed a whole episode out of nothing so far. <laughs> <laughs> we finessed the whole episode after nothing. So Could you far. imagine? I just been a kickback talk. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to you is why I got you in here is um, why do we need to buy back the block? Well, man, like I like uh, um, like I was saying earlier, you know, because I just feel like honestly, it's really important just to own. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's that's really the true leverage. You know what I'm saying? That's really the true way to kind of bring things to the table and kind of keep the conversation going and have some security and you know, uh, kind of a sense of security over you and your family. So, uh, real estate. If you know what I'm saying, you kind of take that mindset and apply it to real estate. Like, like it's just it, it's one of the truest you know vehicles of economic you know mobility, you know what I'm saying, in this country. You know, it's not the only, you know, there's some there's some tried and true methods, you know, with real estate that can kind of, you know, be pros and cons, you know, with it, but, you know, it is one of, it, it, it's around for a reason, you know, they're, you yeah. know, they're not making any more of it, yeah. you know, um, so you, you gotta kind of think from that mindset and just kind of really look at this 
if it's not real estate, you know, what is it? Is it maybe you got maybe you do stocks or you know whatever you know your vehicle choices. You know, you got to kind of look at it from that perspective. Um, you just mentioned stocks. Sims, are you uh, understanding the stocks? Yeah, I have a better understanding than Sims. Mark, are you understanding the stocks? Um, minimally, like not that lightly. much, like you know what I'm saying, lightly. Zach, how good are you on understanding? I'm not stocks? an expert. I'm an amateur. Just, just little mutual funds, like you know, it's, it's nothing crazy. You know, I got definitely my 401k and things mm -hmm. like that. But uh, that's why I wanted to get Zach and Sean on here to. Using what we have right now, um, let's try to explain to the people what stocks are. And y'all can just shoot from wherever the fuck y'all shoot from. I just want to walk away from this conversation of understanding what buying stock is and what it does. Go. I'm deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> without exactly giving advice, I feel like the importance behind stocks is self-education first and foremost. Right. So what I do, I have them licensed, so what, basically what I say to you mm -hmm. is something that I can't really know. Discuss on camera more so, yeah, or on the mic, but it's uh, basically, with stocks, is basically uh, how much money can you use. So, mm -hmm. with the money that you're saving, what are you doing in the, in the savings account? Earning how much of a percent? Not a damn thing. Maybe a percent, two percent? From your savings? Yeah, a savings account. So if and, that's, I, and that's a CD problem. If I have a basic checking account and with a savings attached to it, it accumulates. Right. All right, go ahead. But it's, it's in a stable interest-bearing account. So with stocks, you pretty much are exposing it with it. Mm. So the more risky you go, the greater reward potentially or the greater risk, meaning you're losing your money. So, and it's like you said, mutual funds, depending if you have a retirement account, I think it's important to set up retirement, have some type of retirement, uh, savings account for sure, know how to balance a check. Uh, it's a lot of financial education out there that's just free for everybody. Yeah. It's just a matter of applying. That's why I asked y'all earlier, how do y'all feel about within school, how much can you take from it? School? Yeah, like Mark, you said social experience, social engagement, and then math, that's really it. Conditioning, playing sports, but Aside from that, financially, do you know how to say, like, okay, when we graduated college, did you know how to fill out an application? Hell yeah. I had been fired by like six jobs at that time. <laughs> did you know how to apply for a scholarship? Nah. How about this? Did you know what a mentor was? Couldn't know, I didn't know what it is, but I didn't know how to get one. See, that, those two, three simple things, those are something that the next generation coming up, those are the basics that we need to so as far as like school and everything like that, I feel like the whole direction with education needs to be switched completely. Do what we need to do on an everyday basis. Learn about real estate, how important that is to create wealth, to create a system in which you don't have to go by somebody else's clock. You don't have to commit your time to somebody else's dream. So like what my man Zach is doing, he's creating his own business. He's a self-made man, so it's like, that's big, bro. Like, we need more of it. Mm. So, my direction, what I'm trying to do, man, eventually I want to get into real estate myself. Yeah. From an investment standpoint. So, 
I'm just educating myself the best way I can, reading, studying, what I do for work. Like, that's important. Um, yeah, so everywhere, everything that I can do that's in my control, just take advantage of it. Now, the year is 2008, fall. I'm stuck here in Charlotte, North Carolina, attending CPCC. Y'all two go off to college, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finished? Nah. No. Finished? Describe college and, you know, in pursuit of what you go through to try to get to what you, try to try to get to where you want to achieve shit. Like the struggles of it, the exact, like, low, I guess your lowest low of being in college. Broke. I'm about broke. to say not having no money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit, they got real, bro. <laughs> nah, no bro. bread. That was terrible, bro. Being away from home. Yeah. That's it. You know, being away from your, 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 your normal surroundings. You know, being tested. You know, mentally. Cause mm -hmm. you know you're going to school too. You know. Yeah. And all this all shit. party and you know. Uh, they get real for sure. Kind of realizing like, yo, I ain't no little kid no more. Like, dang, it's kind of all on me. Yeah. Um. What exactly was the uh, highest high of college that y'all both experienced? Cause y'all went to HBCUs, and my thing was, if I was to ever get the fuck out of CP, I wanted to go to a black school. Mm -hmm. What was like the dopest shit? Especially y'all being like middle class suburban that shocked y'all about going to HBCUs. What was the dopest shit that caught you off guard? Be <laughs> because you know, to be real, like I was in um, I was in uh, this program, Upper Bound, and in high school from like well, like my rise in like eighth grade summer going to ninth grade all the way through high school and basically like it was I would go spend my summers for like two months living on John C. Sears campus mm, you know cool. Monday through Friday going to classes you know getting like a little stipend and at the end we go on like other HBCU college tours so you know what I'm saying by the time I went to, you know what I'm saying by the time I graduated high school I had pretty much kind of like went to like a good little bit of uh, HBCU so and living in Winston's, I mean, not Winston, but uh, John C. Smith campus, you know, living in it, those, those dorms, like, you kind of, like, get a get a real good glimpse of what they expect. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of, like, already let me know, like, this is what you was walking into, you know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, had, I had it smooth in college, though. You know, I had it smooth. Like, we had a little, you know, in-suite shower, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, have, I didn't have the whole floor sharing a shower. Elevator type of joint, you know. Yeah. My joint was kind of, kind of smooth. Uh, you went to uh, Fayetteville. Is that considered a hood school? Nah, I mean, it had it's had its days well before I went there, but nah, it wasn't really hood. It was in the hood, but we gotta remove this stigma for HBCUs by hood. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Hood by me is just shitted on and have lesser standards than even just nicer HBCUs to me. I'm not saying like I mean, shoot, shoot, bang, bang. I don't do none of this. What's a nice HBCU though? 
Huh? What would you consider a nice HBCU? Winston was doing a lot of rebuilding during our college era. A and T. And then I would say the hood shit is central. Fayetteville. But I'm going off of just yeah. opinion, bro. Yeah, I don't know shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you got this some stigmas on these schools. I mean, you got some campuses where the hood is like on campus. Y'all live in the morning. That was me. Yeah. I went to FAM. Florida and we Asia. had, yeah, and we had hood areas on campus. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was like hood. I mean, it's probably, it might have changed a little bit probably since when I was there, but yeah, that was in the hood. Like, mm. <laughs> like shit. Yeah. That was in the hood. What was that experience like? What was what was the worst shit you experienced on campus? A lockdown or something? Um, we had like a lot. We had like one or two lockdowns, but like, I mean, it wasn't really that bad for me. But I mean, like, I mean, I feel like the hardest part about being in school period is being broke. Like that shit. But I feel like outside of that, like everything else is kind of what you made it. And it's like, but at the same time, it was different. It was a definitely a different experience than what I was used to growing up, like you said, in the suburban area and not going to school with a whole bunch of black people mm-hmm. and just being around a whole bunch of black people. But it was cool, like, and I feel like I'm grateful for the experience. Like, that That just made me who I am. So, I mean, I respect it. I ain't graduate, but, you know, mm-hmm. if I could change anything, I'd change that. I graduated, but outside of that, like, Hey, would, you graduate, would you graduate? Would you graduate because that's what you want to do? Or because kind of society makes you feel like that's what you got to do? I feel like a little bit of both. I feel like I am stronger than not finishing. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. fact that I didn't finish, I feel kind of weak about it. Like, you could have finished school. Like, you mm-hmm. Yeah, like you could have you let all that other stuff that distracts you and got you in trouble or whatever the case may have been and actually finished it. Mm-hmm. And so it, that's the only part about it that makes me wish that I would have finished it. Like. Two. 
uh, six from two. I mean, four from two. My bad. Next comes up is Internet Hundred, and I know it could be some shit we could cut out and all that shit. Phone Hundred. Um, Have you written this down? Nah, we can use that whiteboard if y'all need to. Um, right now we're at about thirteen hundred. Rent. Seven hundred. Light bills a hundred. We're walking away with about three hundred dollars roughly for groceries, gas, and just living. What is your advice for a person who pretty much sits on about a hundred to four hundred dollars a month per month? What's your advice too? Being the financial AO of me, Blanc Amiga. <laughs> Go. Well, uh, you know, honestly, I, I, I would say that person, like, that's a different type of mindset. Like, that's a, that's a bottom line mindset. Like, my, you know, that's a, that's a survival mentality. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're one of, you know what I'm saying, 400. Because honestly, you know, and I've been there, my perspective is it. Like you, you, you more so worry about living. You know, you gotta live first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you can worry about you know ownership. You know what I'm saying? The first step I would kind of secure is I'm, I'm going to then I'm now I gotta find another source of income to to, to supplement. You know, that's my goal because mm -hmm. obviously I can't do it with just this one. You know, so you gotta kind of look at it from a perspective of yeah. obviously it's gonna take some money to make money. So mm -hmm. now I. I how can I make more money? You know, that's how, that's how I would approach it. That's my mentality. If, if I'm that person with that one to four hundred, uh, you know, bottom line, you know, at the end of the month, you know, and I want to own some stuff, but I know, you know, that I got to build a savings too. So out of that one to four hundred, you know, I got to take a certain amount out and put away for the rainy day. Right. You know, or hopefully I'm doing that. You know, so that, 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 that's what I would do. Um. Tim. What is your advice to a person who walks away with about two to four hundred per month profit after everything on a good month? Bad months is gonna be a hundred to fifty dollars. Uh, I wouldn't give advice. I would just say weigh your options. So, like Zach said, the route that he would take, you have to survive. So. That's one way of doing it. Like you don't have time nor money to invest into something to save for something like a house. You have to live. You have to eat. You have to buy your necessities. You have to keep moving. So you have to save as much as you can or as little as possible. And like you said, survive. Mm. Now, um, yeah, I go put fish in the lake, man. <laughs> what would you do? That's my next question to y'all is uh, this person is strapped for time. We know the average person in our city has kids and if they care about their kids, they got to spend time with their kids. So you're talking about a full-time job where they're doing that to earn that two racks a month because that's about an average median in the city. If not, it's going up for a person without a degree. About 2000 a month from just paychecks of one 40-hour week job. That's not a good motherfucker. That's about average, about 15 to 17 mm -hmm. an hour. So, 
do you tell them to get another job and miss out on what's going on? You know what I tell them? You know what I tell them? I didn't cut you off. Go ahead. I see where, like, if you can't do the job, okay, cool. Another route is, like, leverage. Like, you don't got to have money. Guess what? I'm going to leverage relationships. Who do I know? You know, who do you know? You have the internet. Like, it's, it's the age of information. So, honestly, I feel like you, you, can, you can approach it if... Me, honestly, personally, you know what I'm saying, on another level, like, I just look at it like this, like, if you, you realize how powerful your thoughts are, you wouldn't think a certain way. And I just feel like, yeah, it might be easy to say that, but, that is so you know, real. like, anytime I've ever kind of been back against a wall, because I've had some crazy situations and, you know what I'm saying, been through a lot, you know, and I know it's easy to look at, you know what I'm saying, the, the beauty of things that's presented, but sometimes, like, you know, the creating part of it, you know, like, that whole dark day, you know, night, back, late night, Nobody else knew you up but you, you know, because you can't sleep because you know whatever you going after, you want it that bad, but for some reason you ain't, you haven't gotten it yet, you know, that type of thing. I just feel like, like, you can you can make kind of all kinds of excuses, man. We all could. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, you just got to make a way. Like, that person out there, they got to figure it out. Like, you got you to keep trying to figure it out. Like, you can't get discouraged. Like, you got to keep trying to figure this shit out. Like, life hard for everybody. It's ups and downs for everybody, but man, I ain't, I, I can't sit around and be like, yo, I got I got kids. Like, you know, I, I used to work. I was working. I'm I'm getting off one job at five o'clock, going to work FedEx six yeah. to eleven. Yeah. You know, working freight, driving forklifts. Yeah. You know, getting yeah. up, doing it all over again. Third shift. Like, you gotta you gotta you gotta buy the weed. Mm. You know? Now it's crazy you just explained that because one of my questions I got in my throwaways is. What's the busiest day for you as a relative? Like, your, your craziest day, if you can even think of it. My craziest day is uh, definitely, um, I'd say it's a, it definitely, definitely weekends are probably my busiest days. You know, um, I try to kind of, I'm, I'm big on my calendar and trying to be organized because, you know, that's definitely an important part because I don't want to waste my time or anybody else's. So, definitely pretty kind of, you know, Try to be on top of my calendar, but uh, a Saturday for sure, probably if I got like a bunch of showings, you know, I'm showing properties, you know, uh, or meeting with clients at different consultations, things like that that I'm doing, I gotta kind of make sure I'm giving everybody enough time to get the attention they deserve. So it's one of the things, you know, it's, it's, it can get kind of hectic. So, how is the Charlotte market doing? Charlotte market is, is a top. Top 25 market in the country. You got 28273 as a top, you know, 10 zip code. You know, so it was a Forbes, mm. it was a Forbes top zip code in the country. What the fuck is that? You think about zip right up the street. That's the whole thing. It's about it's my crib. Where is that? Trip, you know? Yeah, so it's 15 minutes away. You know, still, you got the yeah. cribs too. That's what I Yeah, like really North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> you got Apex is the number one, you know, city. <laughs> The country. Apex, okay. North Carolina? Apex, North Carolina. Where is that at? You, you, like think Raleigh. Raleigh. you would think Cary. It's one right. of the biggest growing Apex, Apex. You know what? I like Waxhaw. Is there a lot? Is there? Is there a... Waxhaw's really nice. Yeah, I love Waxhaw. Wax there's a lot of them. But you know, that's what I'm saying. But it's not a lot of us over there. You feel me? Yeah. So, and there's still a lot more land over there, too, in Waxhaw. So, so what's the plan? My question is, how we gonna um, buy a black block for real? Like, what's the process? That's my question. Yeah, that's like, how question. niggas really gonna do it? 
man, sticking together. Like leveraging each other, like what you good at and what I'm good at. What are my strengths? You know, I know you weak at this, but I'm good at this. Let me help you with this, you know? And then we, 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 don't, we don't communicate with one another. You know, like we gotta start communicating it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like reaching out, like we be so prideful and reaching out and you know what I'm saying? Like that's what one honestly, you know, I appreciate you all reaching out, honestly, to even, you know what I'm saying, bring a part of it, but the, you know what I'm saying, the podcast, but like, we gotta do that more, like, and not be so prideful about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, I know I don't know this, but I know you do, or at least you seem to know a little bit more about about this. Or, you know what I'm saying, I know you're passionate about something, or you honest, or you gonna provide this to me, you know what I'm saying? Like to be honest, this is America. We all gonna use each other for something. You know what I'm saying? As long as you upfront and honest with me, what you using me for, I'm cool with it because I know your intentions. You know what I'm saying? I know what I know what you're here for. And I'm gonna be honest and tell you what. Yeah, you. In exchange for that, I'll do this for you. You know, it don't have to be money. You know, it, 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 services. You know, I'm good at this. You're good at this. Let's exchange. You know. <coughs> I help you with your website. You help me with my with my budget, you know. <laughs> and the execution. Yeah, you know. Now Zach, do you have the patience or the time to describe or explain to us what exactly it takes to acquire your uh, realtor license? So if 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 honestly if I could recommend anything to anybody, I mean, you can definitely just do a, do a Google search and pretty much get the basics, you know, but overall, I would really say, you know, connect with somebody that you kind of associate with or see doing it and really kind of just have a conversation really just really pick their brain about real estate and kind of what avenue, because it's, it's, it's a thousand different avenues in real estate, you know, without even having a real estate license, you know, so I think that's a big thing that people kind of look at now as appealing as, you know, maybe not want to get their real estate license, but want to get into real estate in some kind of form or fashion, then kind of take it from there. Well, real quick, I got a question. I know you got one for me, okay. but do you have like an avenue in which like people can learn something, you know? Like, yeah, like, let's get Or, you know. Yeah, like, oh man, listen, that's why I'm just, that's why I was just saying about just reaching out, like, man. Yeah. Oh, anybody got to do is like, let's, let's connect, like, right, right, yo, right. let's build, right. like, yo, let's build something. And like we're only here for a little bit, a little bit of time, man. Let's build yeah. something. Yeah. Like, like, stop wasting time. Like, let's build it. Yeah. You gotta make it not waste. I wanted to uh, bring up what you was telling me that one time about the real estate shit. Mm-hmm. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you me. remember what I'm talking about? What exactly? I was talking about a lot when, like, in that entire that thread. <laughs> Uh, you was talking about copping um, like old Rite Aids, I think, or some shit like that, or some shit like that, and like, 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 like leasing the building out or some shit. So y'all know how it is. It's still like it on Independence. It's been like that for a long time, and it's like finally, this like buildings are being closed. But I mean, regardless, man, just like on some nip shit, man. Like, like Zach was talking about earlier. Uh, shoot, man. Y'all ever heard of wholesaling real estate? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even something like that. DJ Envy talk about it all the time, you know what I'm saying? Just like, a lot of people just, that's where they get their start. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? They come out scot-free with money. And so, I, um, I just feel like if there's, 
there's that that people could definitely do something like that, and um, you know what I'm saying, get their get their start off, start buying like real property, buy a whole mall lot, do some Nipsey type shit, man. You feel me? Like just have an apartment complex. You had you saying that's I mean, this is these are like kind of concepts and feel which I feel rich people all know about. They all have it already. And we just gotta figure like how to, you know, yeah, well, well, I mean, spread the wealth. Those sounds really, really popular right now. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people really kind of jumping and um, kind of announcing the uh, wholesaling avenue. You know, but that's like what I mentioned earlier. Like that's one of the routes you could go without even having to get your license. You know, and represent buyers and sellers in that different kind of capacity. So I just feel like it really just uh, it really kind of comes down to what kind of which route you want to go with it, you know, but the wholesaling is one way if you want to get into real estate without any money, you know, you know, to, to invest, you know, but it's not as easy as, you know, these YouTube, some of these YouTube videos would kind of make it, you know, it's either you, know, you have the, you know, you have the knowledge, you have the information, or you have the backing to jump into the wholesaling. So it's like, which, which one do you have, you know? If you don't have any of them, what you're doing then, you leverage in relationships. I know you're good at, you're the realtor, you're the money, you have buyers and sellers, and I'm gonna connect you guys, and you're gonna pay me a, a broker fee for that. That's, that's in essence, what most of them are doing. And, and I don't need a license for that, you know? Right. But you gotta kind of, you're still gonna have to be a, build a team. Right. You're gonna build a buyer's list, and seller's list, you're gonna build, you need contractors, you know, you're gonna do things like that. So that's what I'm saying too. It's still gotta come back to the essence of building with one another, you know, and reaching out and, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that, like, I got you in my back pocket for this, so just know when I'm, I'm working on this, I'm gonna I'm throw this to you, you know, just be ready. Can you do this? No, if you can't, maybe you can give it to somebody else and you right. can make something. Right, right, right. right. And, 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 and just, and the, wheels, the wheels keep moving, you know? But, real quick, what was the dopest crib you ever saw? The dopest? Yeah, the most impressive crib that you got. Damn, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, impressive. that's a great question. Uh, without being subjective, uh, man, it'd probably be like a, um, like a first time mom, like a uh, first time buyer, mom, single mom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Really never thought she, you know what I'm saying? Really had a really kind of personal story that really kind of, you know, first, first family member to ever buy a house, you know, siblings, like, like, like six, eight siblings, mm -hmm. youngest of them all, you yeah. know, like four kids, you know, um, that really, that really, um, it's probably like the best, cause it's like, but I, I don't know if that's probably, that's probably a different kind of question answer to the question. I don't know if like you probably from the house aspect. I like the materialistic. My bad, my bad, but uh, you know, that, that's probably the best story. Best house is probably this, um, House in Berwick, you know, um, out in like the Steel Creek area, you know, pretty, pretty nice house, pretty, pretty dope house. You know, it, just the concept of it was something I like. And I'm, I'm subjective too, because I, I like a certain type of house. So it's like, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, they go back to the debate too, you know, like, uh, you know, what, what kind of house do you like? You said that. Because, you know, I like, you know, certain house, and it depends on my mood, it depends on, okay, what stay are we talking about? Because when I can do different things, you know. I'm glad you said oh, that. No, no, no. You got your license in different states? Yeah. No, it's not Carolina. 
you gotta get your shit together. Every the first person got you. I mean, if you hearing this, you gotta get your shit. Together. You know what the fuck you gotta do to be down in town. Execution. Yeah. Application. You just have to. You gotta get your shit something. together. You gotta get out your comfort zone for sure. Um, is there anything anybody in this room want to speak on before we get up out of here? Um. <laughs> How do you support the next man if he's on fuck shit? That's my yeah. question to you. Man, you, you, know, you, you, you can't operate. You can't operate with those kind of people. You know what I'm saying? You can't even get a separate shit from those kind of people. So those ain't we ain't even we don't even get that kind of stuff. No energy. Word. I don't even. I don't even. I'm not even. Nah. I'm too. I'm. I, I value my time. Like, nah. You don't get that back. Got a lot going on. Like you got family shit. I'm gonna take my energy, man. Time's exactly. Time's the most important thing you got. Everybody got a family. Okay, so my question to y'all is: We buy a spot off of Avalon Road, right? Let's say we 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 come together and we got enough finance and enough resources to purchase that tire oil spot right there. On fucking uh, what's that? Elmore Road in uh, WT Harris, that twenty dollar tire spot that's always been right there beside the gas station. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I know what I'm talking about. Elmore Road WT Harris. WT Harris. Elmore Road. Where the Walgreens at? You go, you go straight across the light. Oh, oh yeah, 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 and it's kind of still construction. It's a bank on the cars. From it used to be a car wash, used to be a car, car lot. It would have been everything yeah. over the past yeah. 12 years. Yeah. We buy that shit, right? We trying to fucking empower our people and hook them up. What's the odds of us finding the same type of motherfuckers on that street to be about that shit? Because I, I, you know, I hate to be negative, so I let y'all just take it off with the optimistic shit. I know I, I, it definitely requires backing and like Zach said, leveraging your relationship. Just like you said, expanding your network. Uh, but yeah, I believe in that situation backing because that's a whole corner block. That's a, that's expensive. What do you think something like that costs? A building like that on Albemarle right now, and I keep bringing up Albemarle because I feel like it's one of the last streets. I couldn't even in imagine. Charlotte. That's finna get taken over. And it's my home street. Where do you see the next wave? Tomorrow? Yeah. Right now? Like your yeah. uh your your West End? West End? What's that? West side. West side. Macquarie Heights, Baseball. Yeah. Um Cherry. All of that. Yeah, because that's three hundred and fifty right yeah, now. That's, yeah. At least three hundred thousand. They charge three hundred thousand for a crib off Betty's Ford? Nah, I don't that. Like four fifty. What? What? Small what? Lincoln Heights? Yeah. yeah! Bro, that shit is the slums. It's gonna be another 10 years. Yeah, you ain't been over there lately, have you? Baby's Ford? Yeah. I'm talking about where Arrowwood is on the opposite side. Arrowwood? That's what Baby's Ford? I'm thinking about Nation's Ford, I'm sorry. Okay. Nation's right, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nation's Ford. My bad. Um, I'm yeah, Baby's Ford. What side? That shit's 450. 
Yeah, you got yeah. Just take a take a ride over there. You got to think where you at, man. Geographically, you about ten minutes away from downtown. Yeah. Right now, they're building a trolley from. It's gonna stop at the in front of McDonald's on Baseball Road, all the way go all go all the way down Trade Street from Baseball Road. Baseball Road turns into Trade Street mm. into downtown Charlotte. So yeah, in essence, I could be I could be an exec working at Bank of America. I get off work, you know, I jump on the trolley and I go home. Is that the green one or blue? So it's gonna be a trolley. It's not gonna be a light rail. It's gonna be a trolley. I like the one that's gonna go this way. Do you believe um, the train is what gentrified the city? Do I think the train did? Yeah. No, I think 100 people a day moving here. And you believe that? I believe what? That 100 people a day are moving from here. Selling houses? It's a fact. 100 people a day move here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Damn. That number <laughs> increased. It's spiked. A hundred people a day coming to Charlotte. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? The biggest thing I had to learn, my biggest lesson I learned in real estate, man, was taking the blinders off from a, looking at, taking the, the local glasses off and putting on, like, yo, like, this is, uh, this is a different city from what I grew up in. 2011, like, everything changed. Like, it's, 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 it's a different city. It's not the city we grew up in, man. Like, if we grew up here as kids, like, now, and had to think, can you imagine? Living out in university and being able to ride the light rail, like you don't need no car, Case or we have money. Uber, yeah. like, <laughs> like. So just, what you doing now? Wow! Just, he just painted a just picture. Think about, like you don't gotta wait. We don't gotta wait for you to pick us up. We can two dollars on the gone. So what you doing out real estate? Do you think you need a college? Do I that that I need a college? Yeah. No. Huh. No. That's wild. No. Kind of passion. I can tell you from the outside. I mean, real estate look, is about passion. You can look at, you can look at. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Really, man, it's about you don't got to pick up a trade. Like right now, it's a shortage on tradesmen. It is. Tradesmen making six figures. Yep. You gonna always need tradesmen. You just got to you know, yeah, you, you can, I can sell. I can sell no houses without nobody to put the electricity in, the plumbing, build the house. You know, the carpet. You know, lay the brick. You know, mm-hmm. pour the concrete. Like those are trades. Yep. In a growing city, what they make like eighty five dollars an hour, like hundred dollars an hour. Growing city, yeah, you're right. In a growing city, you gonna always be on. I hate the you know me, me you know, politics. Work, meanwhile, you know, working in the corporate system, you know, hate me. Why? Some days you just like nah, bro. Why are you doing this? That's real, bro. You found your niche. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you even look at you know like they sign an imp- about to sign an infrastructure bill. Like, that's gonna have crazy impact on what's the infrastructure yeah, bill? Trump. Trump talking about signing that infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying? That bipartisan infrastructure bill to repair infrastructure throughout the country. So roads, bridges, highways, so that means more money, taxes. overtime. So that means more taxes for us, though. Probably. Yeah. That means more work for the motherfuckers at them type of jobs. Overtime. I guess that justifies both the taxes already been happening, but yeah. And I've been seeing actually some of the streets starting to, but you know, I feel like it's all just, you know me, but I understand yeah. it. Yeah. That's gonna affect trade. Yeah. So if I'm, I got dump trucks, if I got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's gonna affect everybody. I ain't gotta just be laying brick. Yo, I got my CDLs. I'm about to go buy me, instead of driving this dude truck, I'm about to go buy me a dump truck. Sure. Drive my own loads. Yeah. I, Cause I know work about to pick up. It's about to be building everything. Get you a tow service. Thought about that. You ever think about a tow service? 
Man, I done thought about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I done thought about, like, what if we all, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, it's like some Marcus Garvey type shit. You feel me? Because just think about how it seemed like, like, because what we talking about is, like, buying back the block. Yeah. Some black Wall Street type shit. Tulsa, Oklahoma shit. Some Marcus Garvey back to Africa type shit. When you think about it, some Atlanta, little Atlanta type shit, some little Havana, whatever. Nigga, all black people doing everything and working for everybody and letting whoever you want in that shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, nigga, we have everything. That's what I'm saying. What if black people did everything? Had the dope ass pants, the motherfucking shoes, nigga. The shit Soldier Boy was talking about. You feel me? The shit that seemed whack. Like, what if black people did all that shit? At first, it's gonna start as that, but if I don't know, that's me talking again, but like eventually this shit this shit gonna get darker anyways, nigga. And my last, <laughs> like, my my last question to you before I let you get up out of here. Yeah, you know how I'm talking to you, <laughs> You uh, are a realtor. This is what you do. You want this shit to be your livelihood and you know, everything depends upon it. Any hustle will want that, in my opinion. My question to you is, in the internet era, where I can literally get online and go see the house that I want, why do I need a realtor? Is it a dying art form? No, no, because no. I mean, for, for you gotta get, I mean, that's a, that's a great question, honestly, because like that's the question a lot of people ask nowadays with the internet and AI, yeah. you know, in integrating basically every sector of you know finance and just you know say money so it's like you but you also got to look at it from the other perspective of it's been generations of trying to penetrate and figure out ways to get rid of the this particular I don't need this why can't I just go you get for sale by owners you know it's still you know not uh, it, I don't think I think what all it is going to do is just going to add another dynamic to real estate mm-hmm. for those. It's particular, it's a particular niche. Like it does serve a purpose for somebody who doesn't want an agent because, hey, I I, I don't really care about getting top dollar for in this particular house or mm-hmm. whatever. Because because that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the convenience. Don't think anything. Just like you know, what I'm saying you you postman your food. Yeah, you're getting it. You didn't have to move, but you pay the delivery fee. Yeah, I, I I cut out the agent, but I basically paid the fee of the the so, software that did the work. So it's really just you connecting what you feel like you need, you know. But I, me personally, I think once you kind of, I just approach it differently. Like you got to approach it from a value perspective. Once you once you give people the value that they should give as as their realtor, like you don't have to you don't have to explain your value. Like you don't have to show why you need a realtor because like I'm I'm showing you. The, the, the kind of ins and outs and navigating this process because you got you got to have somebody to protect your interests. Yeah. And at the end of the day, and uh, you can cut out as many steps as you want, but keep in mind, you cutting out the person to protect your interests, then you got to kind of realize you rolling the dice on what those results gonna look like too. Yeah. In negotiations of uh, purchasing the house, because I don't understand the process of that. Real quick, say you my realtor. Find me a house. You say, "Oh man, we can get this house for this price, such and such." 
and I say, let's lock it in, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how reality works, how fast a house moves, but in this depiction, you reach out to the people, they tell you they're not getting really any attraction on the house. Um, we say, okay, we wanted it at uh, this price, uh, or I told you I wanted it at this price, and you tell, and you uh, on your own, my question to you is on your own, do you go for, uh, 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 do you go in with the angle of knowing the price that you have and trying to get it as least as possible or do you just go in and try to seal the deal so honestly it depends every every everyone is different like honestly um so i just use different negotiation styles like i adapt to like who you know what i'm saying my my my, my client is and then also what listing agent you know what i'm saying buyer's agent i'm dealing with working with you got to really I, I really care less about what I want or feel out of it. I really got to kind of keep, if you're my client, my, your interest on what you want. So if your, your end game is price, I got to keep that in mind when I'm negotiating. It might not be money that you spend, but it's at the end of the day, your bottom line is, I don't want to go above this, you know, however else, you know, you're giving me that room. So, you know, in the consultation phase, before we even get to that, you know, um, particular um, venture, I'm, I'm meeting with you and discussing with you on you know what kind of options you want and kind of how you want this process to ride. You know, I always tell my clients like you know you're driving. I'm just giving you directions. You know, in this process because at the end of the day you're controlling how fast we're going, how slow we're going. I'm just telling you where to turn, when mm. to stop, when to go, and you know get to the finish line. All I is, is there anything else y'all want to speak on before we get up out of here? Migas, I feel like it's what I should call you guys tonight. I said that's like an African art. Just be great. Egyptian. Dope, man. Be great. I feel like you thinking about some shit to say. Yeah, nah, I had something. I'm like, and I was thinking sure. about it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm sure, but uh, y'all know how I do, man. Well. Yeah, this is, man, I just keep thinking about the buying back the block shit, bro. And how it could be possible. So how do you know? What's stopping you? What's your limited belief? Niggas on that whole block with a uh, tire station I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. Shit. I do y'all even want more. That fucking club that's back there. I know that shit dying off right, right now. What is that? Rodeo right there? Oh, there we go. Thank you. People that renovate foreclosed and fucked up and foreclosed and you know fucked up homes. <laughs> you feel me? Get them on your team. I'm pretty sure we know a couple of people that do that. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like that's boom. Like it's, there's examples that are being set. You know what I'm saying? In the city, and I just want people to like pay attention to it, cause people learn from it, and it and it damn kind of helps everybody for real. Like you asked yeah. earlier if you needed a realtor, and I, I agree with Zach. Like you definitely do. Like for one, they give you access to.
buy a house. Houses, bro, exactly. Like, Buy, 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 buy some houses. Imagine if us four people, bro. I'm sorry to cut you off on everything I love because I kind of like thinking, cultivating all this shit. Imagine four people. We just had five. I know we hear all the time, but there's like just, you know what I'm saying? Niggas throw in like little bits just to like kind of put anything. Man, there's so much that people could do, bro. To, to buy a home. I might not necessarily got it right now. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody else with this and that. People buy buy a house for however little. And I'm sure that there's houses for very cheap everywhere around the world. Everywhere. Not just, you could be here in Charlotte and still buy a house in Oklahoma. Yeah. For the low. Everywhere. Is there affordable housing in Charlotte, in your opinion? No, there's, I mean, yeah. there's definitely, there's a, there's an affordable house. There's, uh, they, they still everywhere. Where? Where? I think that's a, that's a man. What do you mean? Where? You Where keep thinking about our world. Like this, for under a hundred thou? Under a hundred thou? Like what, what kind of house? Like a, a, a town livable, house? A livable, a livable, a livable property. With no I mean, I, I, I got two units up on the contract right now in 70, 70 grand. Ooh, where? You gotta tell yeah. me where. Um, right here off of uh, Alma Road. Right here off of uh, I went out on the road, went off of Village Lake, in Village Lake, um, mm-hmm. part of Independence. Yeesh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Even after that's, he that's did, because that's places. what it used to be when we grew up. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right so now you gotta look at Charlotte, man. You just gotta look at it like this, like is it, it, give it two years. That that two hundred, that one hundred, that hundred and that two hundred below price point is gone. Hell yeah! It's gone, you know. So you know, it, it, and you can't like people get mad at gentrification. You really can't get mad at it. Like it's it's it happens everywhere. Hey. But you gotta realize that like it's a thriving city. You got it's a thriving city, and you gotta get in where you fit in. Yeah, you know, it's just like any city. Look at any major city, and that's if that's what we've been saying all these years. We want Charlotte to be Atlanta. We want Charlotte to be yeah. Well, you didn't think that that was a residual impact from that growth. You know that stuff was gonna go up. You know, exactly. That, you look at any major city. So let me ask you a question. You ever thought about our parents, like the houses we grew up in? Yeah. What you would do with those? So. Great question. What What do you believe? So I'm thinking, keep it. Like definitely keep it within the family. Renovate it. You know, anybody can paint an inside, lick it, make it look brand new. Put planking floors on it, paint. Whatever, uh, whatever upgrades you want. So, do you believe in going that route or selling, getting a lump sum, or just circumstances? Like I really, yeah, it's always circumstances. Man. Real estate is always circumstances because, like, if I can cash out at equity at its highest value, and then I can now take that money, that equity, and roll that into now an apartment complex. Like, yeah, because now I, I didn't come out of my pocket. I let one property that appreciated at a really high percentage and, and rolled over year after year and made me money with cash flow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm rolling that cash flow, not to my pockets to buy a new whip or to be, you know, flashy. I'm gonna go take this equity out that I'm making from this sale, you know, and go and buy this apartment complex. Or say if I do want to keep the house, you don't gotta move, but guess what? Now that I've been owning it for so long, I'm taking the equity out. You know, I'm about to take the equity out of the crib and I'm gonna go now use this money that we're sitting on, and I'm gonna go buy another property. Are we in a buyer's market or a sales market? Sales market. 
I got a question. Been celebrating for two years. This one I'm gonna ask real quick. I've been wanting to ask this shit for a minute. Close the escrow twice this month, both commercial <laughs> units. <laughs> I got a question though. What is escrow? Because I, really, I really don't know. So escrow is basically you, where you're your attorney. So basically where you're holding your 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 It's like an account that's usually managed by an attorney that's securing the note. You're the security against the note. So I mean you like close the deal? Yeah. Like yeah, you you gonna you gonna you, that's basically the security the exchange, like the, the back end behind the real estate. Like that's that's that's, the, that's the process, you know, like escrow is like it, it, it really groups like a whole like philosophy of real estate together. Like and escrow is basically the, the back end of so how much longer do you think my bad in year increments how long do you think it's going to be to the whole city is gentrified and i know there has to be affordable living somewhere but to where literally there's no house in the city for under a hundred k. Can you even look at mm -hmm. gentrification negatively, like all the way, hundred percent? Hell no. no. Okay, because I felt like that's the. It's just a word. It's just a word. What's so, that? So how do we take the negative connotation from gentrification? The city needs. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. By no, no, by, 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 by preaching on the importance of ownership. Yeah, that's 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 it. Perspective. Man. That's it. Like you gotta like we just gotta change the mentality, man. True. We gotta change our mentality. Like we just, we just gotta change our mentality. Like that's where it starts. Start your mind first. That's why I said education with you gotta have a, a sit down with yourself, truly figure out what you're gonna do, write something down. Wanna change the game, gotta change the message. <laughs> I got something he got something for everything, man. Yeah. Marathon continues. This is one of the things when you just gotta look at it from that perspective and just approach it like, yo, know, like. When do you think it'll be advisable? Like, I guess everything is cyclical, so I guess you know, like. It's gonna take. It's gonna take. It's gonna make. Maybe when the market tank. What's the market virus market? When is the market gonna tank? Mm. Well, I mean, I I personally feel like it's it's gonna it's gonna be a. I mean, anything ex expands contracts. So mm. it's going to also, the economy is always rubber band. But I don't think personally it's going to snap back as hard as it did in 08, but it's going to snap back. Like it, you, you still got regulations from, from, you know what I'm saying, the 06. You know, I don't see the market in Charlotte falling off for the next 10, 15 years. But when you, nah, I'm, not, I'm not talking about Charlotte, I'm talking about like the national economy. And it's going to impact everywhere. It's going to, it's going to impact Charlotte for sure. It's going to impact yeah. a lot of cities. You know, what's say like 10, 15 years? Yeah, 10, 15 years. What? I was just going to the economy. The economy? Yeah. Nah, I think the economy is flourishing yeah. right now. It's thriving. You know, it's it's we are a top 15 growing city in the, in the world. I mean, but we're we talking about nationally, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I get that. My <laughs> next question to y'all was what the hell is it going to take for something like that to happen nationally? What, a war? What? So, what do you mean? For the economy to fall off. No, you got. I mean, you got to just pay attention to the news, man. I mean, look, you got you got tariffs, you got you got an election year, you got 
Niggas sleeping on the trade tariffs, bro. You know, you got you you, you got to look at a lot. You got to look at a lot of things. You got to look at jobs and shit overseas. You know, you you just got you you got to look at what you know the Brexit. You know, I ain't, I'm not Especially the terrorists. Most you know, you just got to look at a lot of different factors, man. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and I don't even think it's just an American comment. I just think the global economy is really on a little wobble. Now we done stretched the fuck out this podcast, and this is easily gonna be my longest episode. Hey, but you know what I'm saying? We really did. But I just want to say it one time: Who gonna win, LA? Gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Sport. Just real quick, nah, just real quick. It's just real quick. I'm just saying, who y'all think? LeBron, AD, Kawhi, and um, the boy. Don't give it to the Lakers, man. Oh, uh, PG. Clippers gonna get a problem. PG's my nigga too, man. Clippers gonna get a problem, but LA gonna do anything. Everybody solidified. It's a Laker game from day one, and then it always be a Laker game, man. Y'all know what time it is. I'm gonna see what Niggas heart shit is. Huh? I just want to see what people's hearts is, you know what I'm saying? Now, real quick, for y'all get home and wake up tomorrow and see. I want to just throw something out there for y'all. Breaking news, breaking, breaking, breaking news. Breaking fucking news. And it's crazy within the air that this is breaking fucking news. I just seen earlier, about two, three hours ago, and we can end on this. You going too slow for breaking news. You gotta be about to put my phone on that This nigga Odell cut his hair off. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I hadn't seen it though. I heard about it. Yeah. Been breaking news. I just wanna ask y'all this from cause y'all are some forward thinking intelligent people. Just from a quick business perspective. I feel like the hair and the catch was his branding card. Do you think this is gonna hurt his image marketing wise going forward for the next two to five? If he continues to bring for a fit? Yeah. He's cut his hair, he's been probably I mean, yeah, he hadn't shown commercial right? So I'm probably I'm sure that probably impacts that a little bit, but I mean He's probably still going to keep no. it with the haircut. Odell's still, Odell still got the Nike contract. You got to understand how Nike markets their product. You know, they promote their, 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 you know, their, 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 their team, like, like icons. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, I feel like y'all underrating this. And this is like James Harden cutting his beard, bro. It's a, it's, it's a part of his image. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Oh. But I feel like you got, you, you only, you can, he can grow it back. If this was like a, a tattoo on his face, I, I would get, but he can always go back to that hairstyle and still be like, oh, okay, he's back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a serious change. Yeah, and yeah. his hair, you gotta understand, the shit is like gonna come and go as a human. So he's like, you can't. Like, Marketing is fucking I, hair. It's gonna boil down to his performance, man. What you gonna do? Right, it's like, it's fucking hair, bro. Like, fuck all the others. Like, what you gonna nah, do? I feel hair? like y'all underrating this. I feel like this is the end of a, a era. Where we went from boys to men, and now somebody has lost a trademark that y'all <laughs> fucking sleeping on. Bro, what's Jordan? What is now? What's gonna happen? What is Michael Jordan's trademark? What's not gonna happen? He becomes a normal. What's Michael Jordan's trademark? The fucking jump. He, he becomes jump. normal, so on the field he's gonna be right. normal. He's a football. No, stats been slipping any damn way. So if he cuts his hair and have a bad season, 
This man can go from literally a face of a billion dollar industry to just, oh, he's an average player that's football. That's prime. That, have, that you, you replace it. We replace him every year. Yeah. That's that's why, like, when I made a comment, bro, I'm tired of debating this shit, bro. Like, I, no, no, no offense. Like, it's just like, brother, we get sucked into this shit. Like, I'm, I'm cool with football. Like, but I used to let that shit fuck up my whole day. Mm. Like, my team lose. Like, I have a great-ass week come Sunday. We I lose. never get That shit fucks my whole week up. Yeah, super like, super giving that shit too much power. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, we sit here tearing down each other. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it just be like, nah. Like, I, I just feel like at the end of the day, like, this shit gonna just, it's hair. Like, if, if, he, if he lose some, like, I feel like the head and shoulders deal will probably be impacted by it. But it probably ran its course. I think... It, he ain't, he ain't just gonna up and do something like that, like without thinking, you know, what I'm saying that in mind. I don't feel like, like, why would he? He got something. Like, you, got, you don't think you don't think that he been knowing that this Mohawk has been branded just like the James Harden. I just feel like this, just like Kawhi and the straight backs. Like you know, what I'm saying like, like certain niggas is like it's, it's the popcorn rappers to me. Yeah. And when they get rid of that, yeah. what they are, it's the. Oh, so you think Odell's a popcorn? He hasn't like he been performing just, since that uh, catch, my nigga. I don't even want to know about You tripping, yeah. You really tripping. You watching football? It's cool. What? Oh, they always been nice, bro. Yeah, we're going to yeah, we gonna, yeah, yeah. We gonna get into that. <laughs> oh, they're nice, bro. He's, yeah, man, you got to give him. He's a good player, player man. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's subjective, though. It's like music, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Exactly, just like whether Michael Jordan's the best or not, or who you gonna put in the top five. LeBron is number one. Yeah, he just talking. He just talking. But yeah, he closed escrow. Niggas trying to close escrow. He talking about who the best though. Well, give a fuck about who the nah. Truly though, man. Yeah, man. NBA seven oh four man was like Charlotte man was really trying to. Do something good for you. Music to listen to. Just the cold shit. That's the new shit. So you listen to the cold shit. That's the club. shit. I was just telling Mark, man, that uh, like, it was it Aries? Aries? Jaden Smith? I ain't oh, even listened to it. It's a dope album. Yeah, I listened to it one day. I burned it through one time. It's, uh, it got a punk, a heavy punk rock element to it. Yeah, it they give you like yay vibes, some. I'm not, not gonna say Wayne, but it's. It's dope, like, okay, Tyler Craven. He got a hella cut on there on top. That's what it's dope. He got Willow on there. Like, it's I think it's dope. Tyler, you, you have to be open to it, but it's good music. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And nigga, Tyler, like a Pharrell, bro. Or a Prince or something. We was talking about it before. But yeah. And then aside from his music, what he's doing in the community. Yeah, so I know he has his water for Flint. And then he just opened like a food truck to give the homeless healthy food or something. It's called like I Love You or something. Yeah. So that's an example of making an impact. Exactly. Yeah. Especially Shout out with, to the food truck guys. movement. That's love, for real. Is there anything on y'all want to speak on? I can't believe y'all interrupted my Odell cut with that shit. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, that's my, that's my role. Mm. Y'all know that it's only belligerent nigga. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. Anything y'all wanna speak on? Man, it's dope, man. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate you getting me. Oh! Oh!
should record way early. You feel that's yeah, what I'm just saying. Like, like, knowing that I'm recording, like damn, I got. And then and then guess what? Guess what? The after parts be so good Bruh. too. Why you kept saying I was in the box? I can't. I can't exactly. <laughs> Look, I'm I, telling I, you, the I, after part no, be so good. I, I, I can't. I'm telling I can't do that. you. That's it. That's a hell of a fine. <laughs> if I'm doing that, so. bro, you call me Chris House. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, my bad, bro. I'm sorry, bro. It, bro, you should. Well, in the beginning or the end? another legendary episode of me blanc amigo i like to thank my guests zach house sims and my dog mark and i like to thank you that listened all the way through man uh i really appreciate it because if you understand these algorithms they the numbers do not kick in until you get to a certain point so yeah, I do appreciate the people who make it all the way to the end. And once again, man, I'm done with the 30s and we going into the 40s. I really got something dope visually coming from here on out. If the plan truly can come to life or to fruition as a better word. Uh, as always, man, tune in for the next episode. You know, it always just stacks on top of each other and gets better and better and better and better. You know what I'm saying? Um... Like always, yo, follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit. Like the motherfucking white girls in the valley say. I'm out, bitch ass nigga.